1: absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell ah uh, good morning good morning good morning good morning good morning good morning, good people it is monday february the 14th happy valentine's day for all the lovers out there this is wake up with ray g oh yeah in the years 2022 we got a new super bowl champ new super bowl champ jay before the season started i bought two helmets for the for the studio man i bought two helmets you know what two helmets i bought uh, that, that I had amongst all the others. I had the Rams and the Bengals' helmets, and there you go. The Rams, Super Bowl champs. I feel like I should put it on. But Don't Cowboys, put it on. You'll the curse Cow- them forever. The Cowboys lover in me can't do it, but here, here we go. Champion Rams, and, of course, I love me some Odell Beckham Jr., so I had the rep for OBJ today in the LSU 3. Congratulations, Rams fans, man. That's um. That's dope. If I would have just took a bet on two teams to make the Super Bowl, if I would have just bet on the helmets that I have in the studio, I would have been good. You would have done I all also right. Had, look, 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 look. AD, we got Aaron Donald, Pittsburgh Panther, nice. bobblehead. AD should have won Super Bowl MVP last night, in my opinion. We could talk about that real quick. Really? But uh, Yeah, I think really? so, man. But 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 first, first, first. Good morning, Jordan. How are you, my friend? I'm good. You know, I
0: almost spit out my coffee when you said Happy Valentine's Day to all the lovers out there. That was uh unexpected, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. to say the least. And it's funny because I literally had to pull my AirPods out of my car today. And when I say they were frozen, like I'm pretty sure they were frozen through and through. So I was like, I had them I was sitting on them trying to defrost them before the show. But happy to be here, man. It's cold as balls out here, but happy to be inside doing the show. Rams are champs and the Bengals covered, so I did pretty good last night. So I'm happy you did about your, it.
1: Well, I think you've got a problem on your hands, and um, I didn't oh, tell okay, you this pre-show, that? but I think you have a serious issue on your hands that you're gonna have to, you sir, have to clear this up and address it very quickly because your girlfriend thinks oh, that no. uh, thinks that since football is over, this is uh, this is Jordan's uh, better half. And last night, she tweeted out, I can finally have my boyfriend, at your boy Jay Rich, full attention. You can get his full attention. Bye-bye football. Um, I I am so happy for the uh. relationship that you two have, and I don't want to ruin anything on this day for you, but you're going to have to tell her that um, the party's just getting started, man. I, I don't know yeah, what your girl is going to do, but uh, you need to let her know this is a... Uh, this is just the beginning, so just had to throw that out there, Jay. You're gonna have to clear that up because uh, she absolutely has no clue what's coming. But it ain't, it ain't over. It ain't bye bye football. <laughs> We're just getting started, baby. But yeah, Super Bowl. Let's talk Super Bowl real quick. Rams won. Um, any quick take? Here's the thing, y'all. Uh, there's going to be every piece of content that you listen to today. Every single thing is going to be geared around the Super Bowl. You're going to hear it every which direction. We ain't going to spend a ton of time on that. Um, Congratulations to the Rams. I feel like shit for Odell Beckham Jr. Like I feel like I, yeah. I feel so bad for him. And I don't know if it's confirmed ACL. That's, he didn't look, like, it was just a sprain, it, right? right? And it was the same knee. Feel terrible for him. Really quick. Dynasty value.
0: He might not I play mean, next year. Think about it, right? Yeah. Nine-month, ten-month recovery. 30 years old. Take all the way. It's, I it's would, hard, it, man. It's hard.
1: I mean, the better days of Odell Beckham Jr. are done. You know? Like, yeah. he, he had a boost of value here. If you have them, I think you hold or you sell for what you can get a third, you know, something like that. Um, I just feel really, really bad for Odell Beckham Jr., but really happy because he did get his ring. Um, and it, it's definitely a what could have been Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame career had he stayed healthy. Uh, you know, the fact that he went over 1,300 yards, went an Offensive Rookie of the Year in his rookie season after missing the first four weeks with a hamstring injury. Um, first game, a lot of people don't realize that catch that he made, that was in his first professional NFL game versus the Cowboys. That was game one for OBJ. Um, real quick, your thoughts uh, from from this game, Jay? Uh,
0: the biggest thing for me, honestly, is just Cooper Cup's continued dominance. And uh, you mentioned OBJ and feeling bad for him, and that's just terrible. But to see the way Cooper Cup brought in like his his guys, right, to bring in OBJ, to bring it home for Robert Woods, to bring it home for everyone who couldn't play. That, to me, is kind of what set up more than anything. And then as well, it's just like the alphas on the outside for Joe Burrow are going to continue to just feast, like you saw with T. Higgins. And while that play was definitely offensive pass interference, he made other plays as well. Jamar Chase showed why he's an alpha in the NFL. And Zach Taylor needs to figure out how to call plays because third and two, giving it to P. Ryan up the gut is oh. not going to get it done. It's not going to win Super Bowls. And uh, the Bengals are going to be good, right? We we know they're going to address the offensive line. The defense is probably going to still get better. But that offense doesn't need any pieces. I'm curious to see kind of what the Rams do. They went all in and they won. But what do they do kind of to run it back or or bring it back next season?
1: Yeah, man. Um, You know, my immediate takeaways, uh, the Rams need a lot. They got to improve that offensive front. That offensive line run yep. black blocking was terrible. Like they, they couldn't get anything going on the ground. Um, Matt Stafford well worth the cost of admission they won a Super Bowl I really don't think they care what happens after this to be honest with you there's rumors that Aaron Donald and Sean McVay might peace out we'll see how that plays out it's easy to say that now the joy and the jubilation coming off the high of that win um, but when they sit back and they reflect and Aaron Donald is still at the prime of this career, think about if McVay could retire at 36, 37 and go make more nuts. money in the booth with this beautiful wife than and, 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 and not have to put in all the long hours of coaching and the stress. Uh, that'd be nice to be able to retire at 36 years old. That's how shit I'll be 36 this year and <laughs> I am nowhere close to retirement. Uh, the Bengals side of the ball. I was having some conversations with some patrons last night and they were like, see, you don't need offensive line to win a Super Bowl. Um, maybe not, but Joe Burrow was sacked, what, eight, nine times in the game? He was under pressure all night. They yep. have got – if I'm Cincinnati, I'm just drafting offensive linemen. I'm I'm signing offensive line and free agency. You cannot allow your franchise quarterback to get beat up like that. And I think Joe Burrow, uh, yep. we've been saying it for a while, top five dynasty quarterback. I, I wouldn't even argue, you know, top four. I, I think it's Allen – Herbert, and I'd probably take Joe Burrow over Kyler Murray. We're not even going to get into the drama of Kyler Murray, but I think it's I think it's Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, Burrow. And if you want to flip Herbert and Burrow, fine. Those are the top four dynasty quarterbacks, in my opinion. Joe Mixon ran well. T. Higgins is awesome. Um, McNutted, uh, uh, Iowa Michael on Twitter, one half of the, uh, 40 chess dynasty podcast says T Higgins is a top six dynasty wide receiver. Hard to argue that this morning, hard to argue that this morning, real quick. We had some of the NFL superlatives happen over the weekend. Um, and let's take a look at that. So defensive rookie of the year was Micah Parsons. No surprise. Offensive rookie of the year, Jamar Chase. No surprise there. Defensive player of the year, TJ Watts, uh, blew out the competition in that category. I think the most controversial or sort of up for discussion uh, award was offensive player of the year, which went to Cooper Cup, who won the Triple Crown. Uh, I I get JT, but, you know, playoff team, Cooper, I, I just, it was going to be Cooper Cup's award. Um, what else was there? Comeback player of the year, Joe Burrow. Glad I cashed that ticket. If y'all want to win some money, make sure y'all tap in. Uh, we Jay talked about that pick live on air, and I actually put the bet in while we were on air. Got Joe Burrow two units on him at plus 700, so that was a nice payout. And then MVP, and Jay and I were talking about this before the show. I'm glad it was Aaron Rodgers, and I'm glad, listen, say what you want about his immunization, vaccination, covid So say what you want about all that other shit. Play on the field, he was MVP. And I'm glad that he won the award because if we're just basing it on the merit, what he did on the field, not all the other stuff, Aaron Rodgers is who should have won MVP. Tom Brady was a good story, but they falter too much. Uh, Give the award to the player who performed the best this season. And for everybody out there that keeps thinking a wide receiver should win it or this is – it, this It's just like the Heisman Trophy, man. This is a damn quarterback-driven <clears throat> award. Offensive Player of the Year normally goes to the best skill position player. So going into next year, when you're thinking about future bets, uh, it's just not a good bet to bet on a wide receiver or a running back to win MVP. Bet on the quarterback. And by all accounts, and I've been saying it for how long, Jay? I do not believe Aaron Rodgers is leaving Green Bay. I've been saying it for months. Everybody said I'm crazy. Reports are the relationship is good. They're about to offer him $45 million and I'm sticking to what I said. I don't think he's leaving green Bay Denver fans. You can keep believing in that all you want, but I do not believe Aaron Rodgers is leaving green Bay. And if he stays in green Bay, they franchise uh, Devonte Adams. He's probably going to win a third MVP in a row and set the record. I think he's tied with Peyton Manning right now. I've said it all along. Did not believe he's leaving green Bay and I still don't. So um anything from the news cycle before we jump into this mock and look at some of these landing spots jay uh one really quick stat that i want to throw at
0: you cooper cup won he the triple crown he won offensive player of the year and he won super bowl mvp jerry rice is the only other player to do that in their entire careers and cooper cup did that in one season um pretty crazy stat that i came across me this morning so really cool to see what cooper cup did and obviously his dominance has showed throughout the entire year um but crazy to think that jerry rice the only other player to do that and cooper cup did all those accolades in one season
1: yeah a lot of questions in the chat i'm seeing russell wilson w- russell wilson questions make sure y'all get those loaded up for wednesday uh make sure y'all get those loaded up for wednesday and denver's getting wince oh gosh let's let's hope for the we'll sake of our, Jerry Judy shares that doesn't happen. But let's go ahead and jump into, uh, into this mock. So Jordan Reed, uh, a good friend of mine in the fantasy football space, have have gotten to know him a little bit. Um, you know, through the through the Twitter community. Um, he now works with ESPN. Big congratulations to Jay Reed. Um, he dropped a two round mock last week. So we're gonna talk about the fantasy relevant players from his mock. Are they good landing spots? What do we think about those landing spots? How does that impact our rookie drafts? And then, if you want access to the whole thing, we will link the the link to get to his mock over on ESPN in the description. Make sure you support good people like Jay Reed. But let's kick us off. Who's the first rookie taken? And we're just gonna super flex format. We'll just we're, it doesn't really matter the format. We're just looking at the landing spots, right? So give us the first rookie off the board in uh in Reed's mock.
0: First pick, sixth overall. Malik Willis to the Carolina Panthers. And uh, we've actually talked about this a lot because this is the spot where we, we've talked about someone's going to have to probably trade up above the Panthers if they want to go after Malik Willis. I believe this is exactly where he could go. And I think there's every every reason to believe that he could go to the Panthers And I just think this is kind of where you're going to have to get to if you want to get Malik Willis, because the way the Panthers are right now, having Sam Darnold, it's clearly not working. And if they believe Malik Willis is their guy, then they're going to go get him. And they have the pick to do it. Of all the teams that need quarterbacks right now or that we believe will take a quarterback, the Panthers are right at the top of the draft board. And I think you're going to have to go above them or trade with them if you want to go after Malik Willis in this draft.
1: Yeah, and they can get whichever one they want. I highly doubt a quarterback goes before six, so they'll have their pick of any of them. I, I think the only yep. – do they do they? – I'm seeing like Cody Carpenter, shout-out to my boy Cody. He put Sam Howe in the slot being from Carolinas. Um, I, I wouldn't go that far. It's whatever quarterback they think is the top guy, whether that be Malik, yep. whether that be Corral. But we're about to see Malik absolutely destroy the combine in a couple of weeks. I wouldn't be shocked if he drops a couple of pounds just to run faster. He weighed in at 220 yeah. at the Senior Bowl, so it wouldn't shock me if he comes in at like 217, 216, just to blaze that 440-yard 4, 4, dash. But if Malik goes to Carolina with DJ Moore, with Christian McCaffrey, with Robbie Anderson— Um, I I think it's a good fit. Uh, It it would be hard-pressed for me, whether you believe in him or not, the value that he's going to have as a quarterback, tethered to Christian McCaffrey, tethered to DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Maybe they get something out of Terrace Marshall. It would be hard for me to pass on him early in rookie drafts. So uh, next player off the board, the Jets take wide receiver one, and it is not Traylon Burks. It is not Drake London. It is not Jamison Williams. They went with Garrett Wilson. The high-flying separation specialist out of the Ohio State University. I'm telling you right now, Garrett Wilson goes to the Jets. Uh, I-, I think this hurts Elijah Moore a little bit, right? Just, just a Why? little bit. Just a little bit. Um, I-, I think he would be the alpha, in my opinion. That's that's what yep. Garrett Wilson is. You don't you don't draft a wide receiver at number ten for him to be the complimentary piece, right? He's got the draft capital. He's got the pedigree. I think he walks in. I, I think it's good for both receivers, honestly. If if you're saying it hurts anybody, it hurts Corey Davis. It hurts yeah. your Braxton Berrios dynasty stash shares. Uh, but if Garrett Wilson is the 10th is the player off the board, he's going to be fed as the guy, man. Um, uh, I still think Elijah Moore is super talented right now, according to DLF ADP. Got him as wide receiver 19 in startup drafts uh i'd probably take the discount on garrett wilson so that would be that would be high i like garrett wilson i like getting zach wilson some pieces and i actually like what robert sala is doing it's going to take some time for the jets to get it all together but building around your young quarterback getting him another pass catching weapon they need that they cannot roll out uh who's the guy keelan cole and Corey davis like they can't do that so uh garrett wilson at 10 and we just saw a team invest in a wide receiver early, <clears throat> make it to the Super Bowl, And I'm not saying that's going to be the jets, but surround <laughs> your young quarterback with some talent, right?
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. And, and that's where for me, London or Wilson are great picks. It's only if for some reason they went after Traylon. I think that would really hurt uh, Elijah Moore a little bit, but um, yeah, I'm with you. I think that Wilson would be a great fit. I obviously already am in on Zach Wilson. So pair Wilson and Wilson, we get a Wilson squared connection for go. a lot of touchdowns out of New York, but at 11, The Washington Commanders select one of your favorite quarterbacks in the draft, Kenny Pickett. Pickett. How do you feel about Kenny Pickett going to Washington? We know Terry McLaurin's there. We know Antonio Gibson's there. We like Dami Brown, Logan Thomas hopefully coming back. You've talked about John Bates, or is it Jesse Bates? I think it's it's John Bates. Jesse Bates is safety for the Bengals. This is where i'm getting confused but kenny pickett to washington is a spot i really like we know they have a great defense they have a lot of pieces in there i didn't even mention curtis samuel because he didn't play all season but another dynamic playmaker Pickett's a guy who can move he can deliver the ball he's got high iq he showed it at the senior bowl people seem to think that he's a top two quarterback in this class i tend to agree with that yep. we'll see how corral looks compared to him at the combine but i think that kenny pickett here at 11 Sounds about right. We're starting to see these top-tier quarterbacks separate themselves in these mocks, and this is what's going to happen in the NFL draft. They start off a little bit
1: lower, but slowly teams get desperate, to form, love, and things start to go up. I love Kenny Pickett to the commanders. I think this would be a major, immediate boost up for Terry McLaurin. Boost up. Dynasty stash. Get John Bates. Get John Bates. Uh, you know, there's no guarantee that Logan Thomas starts the season – healthy i think john bates is going to be the starting tight end for washington man he's athletic and all i look for in tight ends is athleticism and opportunity and john bates showed in limited volume that he could produce he's big he's athletic go get you some john bates for the low i think this is an immediate smash for kenny pickett and the commanders i do think taylor heineke would probably start the season off but we all know taylor heineke giveth and god damn it he will take it away It would only be a matter of time before Taylor Heineke goes out there and just absolutely shits the bed and they pull him, put Kenny Pickett in, and that's a wrap. Great story. Glad Taylor Heineke got paid a little bit. Um, His story is incredible. Let's get him off the field, throw Kenny Pickett in there. I like that for the commanders. And then we've got this one. I still don't know how I feel. (laughs) Every time. I just, every every time time I see it, it just bothers me. Cleveland Browns at 13 take Traylon Burks. Um, boost for for Baker Mayfield no doubt exactly. uh they need they need speed they need playmakers they need youth i mean, we we talked about this last week man uh, Jarvis Landry Anthony Schwartz Hollywood Higgins uh, Donovan Peoples Jones ain't it at receiver i, I think Treylon comes in immediately is the number one target leader on this offense uh, in a division where it's just filled with playmakers, man, you look at Baltimore, you look at Pittsburgh with Claypool and Deontay, you look at the Bengals, and then you look at the brand, like, that. Like like think about that for a second, you look at Pittsburgh, right, even, even though yep. we're trying to figure out quarterback, Najee Harris, Pat Fryer-Muth, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, you look at the Bengals, Mixon, Chase, Burrow, Higgins, got that, right? You look at uh, who else is in the division. Uh the Ravens. Ravens, Lamar Jackson, JK Dobbins, Mark Andrews, Hollywood Brown, Rashad Bateman. And then you look at the Browns. Jarvis Landry, uh, Hollywood Higgins, who's nothing no type of Hollywood, uh Donovan Peoples Jones and David Austin and Joku. And and Austin Nick and and, 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 uh, and, uh, and, and, and Joku's a free agent I believe. They need some yeah, youth. they need some speed. They need some juice. Get Trey Line. I don't love it immediately but what I'm not gonna do draft capital honestly in my process factors in like one percent like I don't even care if he's drafted as the cute is the wide receiver two off of the board to be the number one I'm still investing in Traylon early I'm not gonna pivot I don't care landing spot I'm betting on the talent we've done this too many times with landing spot and ah Jefferson the Vikings I don't really like it oh Rager to the Eagles I love it oh this person here and then it just the talent prevails if Traylon goes to Cleveland, I'm still all in. He's gonna be the guy. All right, who's next?
0: Okay, so but I have to ask you quick: Would you okay. take Wilson over Burks, given these two landing spots? So We have Wilson no. on the Jets. We have Burks no. on the Browns.
1: No, I'm still okay. taking Traylon. I'm not. I'm not doing that anymore. I've learned my lesson. The in dynasty and fantasy football, I'm trying to learn from mistakes and drafting because you kind of like like I, like when you really think about it, what is Zach Wilson really proven? Right, he had a he had flashes, still young. Young offense. Like I'm not doing that anymore. Burks is the one. I don't care where he goes unless he's drafted in round 3, he's probably going to be wide receiver one off the board. I'm not I'm not doing that landing spot game. I'm not I'm just for me, I could care less. I couldn't care any less where he lands. I just want the draft capital.
0: Okay, at 18 to the New Orleans Saints. They get their guy, their new quarterback, Matt Corral, the quarterback out of Ole Miss. I I think this is a perfect fit. I really wish Sean Payton was still there or Pete Carmichael was there to really install what I believe could be this New Orleans offense with a mobile quarterback who can actually throw the ball. We've seen the way they've used Taysom Hill, not to say they would use Matt Corral the same way, but they know that they have the ability to use a rushing quarterback in certain sets, in different ways, and Corral being able to deliver the ball to Michael Thomas, to Marquez Calloway, to Alvin Kamara, whoever it is they choose to bring in there. I think that I would love this fit for Corral. I think he would really thrive in New Orleans. They would really rally around him. And I don't know if I think it's the best fit. I'm curious to know. I, I'm kind of between Pickett and Corral in New Orleans, which one I think is a better spot. But I love Corral to go there. I think that they're going to improve that offensive line again because they need to. Even though they have a strong offensive line, that's one of the best spots about New Orleans. They continuously build through that offensive line and they will continue to do so. That's why I really love that spot for any quarterback, and I think the weapons will come. They'll figure it out on offense.
1: I love it for Corral, and I don't know if you had been paying attention. Um, He was in L.A. for the Senior Bowl and did numerous interviews, and every report was like, this guy gets it. Like He understands the assignment. He looks like he's prepared. He looks ready. We'll see him here in a couple of weeks. Uh, He should participate in the combine, but— I don't want to. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how the ankle, the high ankle sprain, is holding up. But everything that I heard, you know, and read about Corral and people talking to me. I know a lot of people down at the Super Bowl. We're going to be at the Super Bowl next year, bro. We're going to get to the Super Bowl <laughs> next year. Um, but And you're laughing, but we will be at the Super Bowl next year. Um, I love Corral in New Orleans. Um, he's still the top-ranked quarterback for me in the class um, until proven otherwise. I think this is a really good spot. He provides that rushing, you know, that dual-threat capability, can make the throws. Uh, you get him some weapons. We don't know what's going on with MT. Kamara's there. Adam Troutman. Um, I like it. I think it's a good spot for him, and it's a good team around him, so he probably wouldn't be asked to do a ton right away, but he can do a lot more than Taysom Hill could. And if Jameis Winston does come back, there's, an, there's a you know possibility they roll him out there to start the beginning of the season and let Corral just kind of incubate for a little bit, cook, develop, learn. I like the spot for Matt Corral. I think all three of these quarterbacks so far – based on Jordan's mock, and it's about to get a little bit better. Um, I think all of them hit a home run landing spots. So let's go to the next quarterback off the board, QB4 at pick 20. We got Sam Howe to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sam Howe to Pittsburgh. I mean, whoo. Spicy you you pick, a, man. Spicy Ooh. pick, but you get you the dual threat. I still have belief in Sam Howe. You're not as good as he was as a freshman and sophomore and just – you know, he lost everybody. He lost Javante, he lost De'Ami Brown. All he had was Josh Downs on offense this year. Josh Downs, and he had a good running back in Todd Chandler, who I like a lot as a sleeper this year. But this is this is it's interesting. You look at the quarterbacks in this division again, all of them can move around a little bit, right? The the ones who are really competing can move around. Uh you pair him with Claypool and Deontay and Najee Harris and Pat Fryermuth. I mean, this could be a smash, smash spot. For Sam Howell, who if he goes in the first round, he's going to be a top eight pick in rookie drafts. What are your thoughts on Sam Howell and Pitt? Uh, it's a
0: home run spot for any quarterback who goes there. They have all the weapons. The offensive line is going to get bolstered second, third round. They can sign guys. They just need that quarterback. And if Sam Howell can be that guy, we know the type of offenses they can run in Pittsburgh. I think this is a great spot. And I think he'd really challenge to that top tier of quarterbacks. We talked about Pickett. We talked about Corral. But if Sam Howell is going to go to a team like Pittsburgh, I think you have to consider him, like you said, in that top eight, top nine of rookie drafts, maybe even higher than that. Because if there's one team I believe in, I think of all of them, I believe in the Saints a lot, but Pittsburgh might be number one as far as developing quarterback and building an offense around a player. Uh, You know, it didn't work out with Mason Rudolph, but I think it would be much more successful with Sam Howell at the helm.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, man. I like it. I like it. All right. At 22, the Raiders go get a wide receiver one, and they take – Drizzy, Drake, London, out of USC. Uh name something Raiders, the Raiders like more than big wide receivers, right? You got big Darren Waller. You pair him with big Drake London and let Derek Carr just throw it up there. And Carr, no one loves a YOLO ball more than Derek Carr, man. Derek Carr just loves it, man. When he chunks it deep, it's either going to be picked or caught. And I love it. I I I love this fit. They're going to uh, commit to Derek Carr, and I think that's a good decision by the Las Vegas Raiders. But they do need to find somebody on the outside. And I think Drake London complements that offense so well. You've got Hunter Renfro, who probably is still going to get his 140 targets out of the slot. you got Darren Waller that's going to do damage um, up the seams outside. And then you get Drake London, playmaker. You know, Intermediate routes, bigger wide receiver, more of a possession guy. I think this is a great spot for Drake London um, a lot of people think he's going to go in round two. I don't, I don't know why I, I will bet money that he's a round one pick. I like Drake London to the Raiders, man.
0: Yeah, no. And th- what they're doing is they're taking what they thought Brian Edwards could be, and they're getting a player who can actually do it. And, uh, you know, we've seen a mocked mock a lot, but to your point, Drake London makes a lot more sense for what they need and how their team will be built because he can run the outside routes. They have Darren Waller to go over the middle and intermediate. And then like you mentioned, Hunter Renfro to cover the short passing game and still run intermediate routes they got Josh Jacobs there. That would be a really good offense, you know, to see how Josh McDaniels chooses to build that offense heading into next year. They have pieces, right? And they could be pretty damn good and to your point about Carr, people are still kind of sleeping on him. Like he threw for a ton of yards, he's going to continue to do so, and if they keep building around him, he could be a pretty damn good quarterback for fantasy football.
1: Yeah, I think that would that'd be the end of the Brian Edwards experience. Um played better yeah. this year, but if they draft any wide receiver, I don't care if it's London, Olave, that's a wrap for Edwards. I mean, you don't take a wide receiver in the first and not try to develop him as your guy. That'd be a wrap for uh, for uh, for uh, Brian Edwards. And somebody asked about London running at the combine. I don't even think he does. Uh, no, honestly, I don't, no. I don't know if London does anything throughout the entire draft process. At this point, I think we're seeing more like he did everything he needed to do in college from his freshman year nope. to his junior season. He could not do anything through the whole process, and I still think he's going to be a first-round pick. He's that talented of a player. All right, Tennessee. Ugh. This one, I, <laughs> ugh. I just, I just don't know, man. So at twenty-six, I love you, Jay Reed. I love you. Jordan has Olave to the Titans. Um, yeah, he'd be their wide receiver Tough, too, right, man? He'd be yeah, their wide receiver too. Um, th- catching passes from Tannehill. <sighs> I don't know. They do
0: need it, though. What, they so do need it. The reason why I it. kind of it's like good, it, it a is a he faced, It's a good yeah, fit. It's a good fit. Yeah, I think he fills that role that Corey Davis left behind, right? And while, yeah. you know, we don't think it's a spectacular role for any wide receiver, he was pretty good. I believe he had 900 yards. I'm pretty sure he had five-plus touchdowns. That would be a pretty damn good Wait a minute, offensive Jay, situation Jay, for a lot of it. Jay,
1: Jay, we got the air horn— Jorgen from Germany is in the building baby oh, We let's missed go. You. we've missed Jordan's you Jorgen here. what's up Jorgen from Germany in the building all right go ahead Olave Corey Davis
0: I think that's the I think that's the archetype that he feels really well and while we don't love it for fantasy going in the first round he'll see targets early opportunity I think Olave can get it done and while he's never gonna usurp AJ Brown I think there's a lot of value potentially to be had there. I, I don't know what they do with Julio. I don't even know what his contract situation is, but that they like, can you even get rid of Julio is the real yeah, question I don't because I don't, honestly, I don't even think A.J. Brown would let him. I think if they said, hey, A.J., we want to cut Julio, he'd be like, nope, if you do that, I'm leaving because yeah. he loves Julio so much. But I think Olave yeah. there is a good spot. But again, I don't think it boosts him anywhere from the second round in rookie drafts.
1: Yeah. All right. So the Kansas City Chiefs, Every year, we mock a receiver to Kansas City. Listen, McColl played better. I still better. don't like it. M- played better this year, right? He, oh. he he had flashes. I'm not saying he's a two. They got to do something, though. They they need some more playmakers. This guy may not even help you this season. Maybe it helps. Maybe I think he comes back in the season, playoff run type stuff. Yeah. But Jamison Williams out of Alabama, that is freaky. Jameson and Tyreek opposite one another is freaky. That's scary. I know Travis Kelsey's getting older, Jay. I don't know how you feel about him, but I do think they are grooming Noah Gray to be the heir apparent to Travis Kelsey. Um, he was yep. playing on the field. I, I kind of like it, it, you're talking about dynasty stashes. We talked about somebody we said earlier, John Bates, the tight end out of Washington. Uh, no, I love stashing these tight ends, these kind of <laughs> athletic tight ends, because all you need them to do is start like. It's so yeah. hard to find these guys. It's the Dalton Schultz effect, right? I like I like Noah Gray. I like J-Mo to Kansas City. I I think this allows them to continue to have that element of speed on their offense, even though he's probably not going to help you the first 10 weeks of the NFL season. Jamison Williams to Kansas City as wide receiver, what would this be, like five, six off the board? I think that's a smash. Yeah. A lot of people, again, I've, I've had some DMs about, uh oh, is J-Mo going to be a first-round pick? Yes, I still think, torn ACL and all, he's going to be a first-round pick. And uh, Kansas City gobbles up some value. A player who, at one point in time, was mocked as the first wide receiver off the board. You're getting him at wide receiver six, I believe, in this mock. I love it. And then rounding out uh, the first round, the Detroit Lions take Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State, at 32 to pair with uh, Jared Goff. And let me tell you, if they take Jahan Dotson at 32, I have zero, zero concern about Amon Ross St. Brown moving forward. I, I, I J- Jahan Dotson, fine player, not a one. Amon Ross St. Brown would be locked and loaded, the wide receiver one for the Lions going in, and if he does it again in 2022, it's Terry, like he's Terry McLaurin. He's t- the same path of a later rounds, uh, you know, draft pick wide receiver producing multiple years. I mean, he's locked and loaded. You got you got you a starting wide receiver um, in fantasy on your roster for the foreseeable future. So let's move into round two of Jay Reed's mock and kicking it off for the fantasy-relevant players at 38. The New York Jets took a tight end, and they went with Trey McBride, the tight end out of Colorado State, coming off the board as tight, tight end one. A lot of steam building around Trey McBride being the top-ranked tight end in this class. I still like Jalen Widermeyer, but it's hard to argue with uh, what – uh what Trey McBride did down there in Mobile during the Senior Bowl practices. I like Trey McBride at 38. At 39, he's got David Bell, the wide receiver out of Purdue, going to the Chicago Bears, giving Justin Fields another weapon, probably anticipating the loss of Allen Robinson. I think this is a hand-in-glove, lock-in key. Put him in, he's starting from day one. Darnell Mooney, David Bell, Cole Komet, David Montgomery, and Justin Fields. Pretty nice offensive core to build around for the new head coach, Matt Eberflus. How do you feel about David Bell with Justin Fields in Chicago?
0: I think it's a great fit. You know, I think where Fields needs playmakers outside, right? And we noticed that he can throw it to Mooney and he's throwing it deep to some of the speedsters, but he needs a guy who can really move the chains. And I think that David Bell is a perfect guy to do that. And I have seen those David Bell, Allen Robinson comps. I don't really agree with it fully. I think that David Bell's a slightly worse prospect, but I believe that he can do the things that Fields needs on offense and provide another weapon for them. What uh, are you laughing a, at?
1: A slightly worse prospect. Wow, just uh,
0: then Allen then Robinson. I think Allen Robinson's more of an athlete than David Bell is, but I guess we'll see. Like I still have to see Bell test, um, but I like what he does on the field. I think he can move the chains, so we'll see. But he's he's gonna be good out there for the Bears. Kay. I like
1: it. All right, so. Uh uh the Colts are going to cut Carson Wentz apparently or trade him to Calgary or somewhere in the CFL because it's not going to be in the Peters. and they listen as a Colts I'm not a Colts fan but if I were I'd be like let's just roll with Wentz but Jay Reed has them going with Desmond Ritter the quarterback out of Cincinnati oh man not Um, good for
0: Jonathan Taylor
1: I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm not a big Ritter fan and this draft capital he's starting. I mean, if they get rid of Wentz and they go Desmond Ritter, he's starting. So, I, woof, man. This this would this would probably not be good for Michael Pittman. It wouldn't be good for um uh I don't know. Who man. else? I, is there? I,
0: so, uh, question Kyle, for you, Ray. Kylin, about Ritter real quick.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you think he can win the job out of camp, like genuinely? Because people who don't know, right, obviously the Eagles have the Colts' first-round picks. This is their first pick in the draft. So Jay Reed is saying with their first pick in the draft, they're taking Desmond Ritter. Do you think that he can win the job out of camp? Because I honestly don't. Like I honestly don't think it's a slam dunk he wins the job out of camp.
1: Like, if, if Wentz is, is if Wentz is there or Wentz is no, gone? No, no, if
0: Wentz is gone. Like, they get rid of Wentz, so they have Eason, they have— I don't the, know. Who's the Texas quarterback? And then you go Ritter, right? Ellinger. Sam Ellinger, oh, Sam Jacob Eason, Ellinger. if he's still there, and Desmond Ritter. Th- three quarterbacks we do not like, but if that's
1: who— can he win that job at a
0: camp? I don't know if he can.
1: All right yikes i don't like it at all all right atlanta falcons at 58 take john mechie i love this. the wide receiver out of alabama so they replace one alabama receiver with john mechie and probably my favorite two picks of jay reed's mock coming up i mean i'm giddy with excitement over these so you like mechie real quick just real quick you like john mechie to atlanta
0: I do, yeah. I think it's a great fit. Uh, we don't expect really to be back there, and I think that people are sleeping on Mechie a little bit too much in rookie drafts. I know he's hurt, but he did a lot for that Alabama offense. Just turn on the tape in the Auburn game, and you can see his dominance on the field. But I, I think that people are going to sleep on him. I think he's going to be a third-round pick in rookie drafts because no one's really talking about him, and yeah. we've noticed that in our ADP. And I think it's a really good spot to take a really talented wide receiver who is a high prospect and a man from
1: my local area out of Brampton. Shout out Johnny. Who, who do you think Mechie is in the league? I'm trying to think of like a not a Ooh, comp. Not comp, but like value wise. Like I think he could be like a um, You know what
0: I think he could do, actually? I think he could do what Jalen Waddle did this year. Not who Jalen Waddle is as a prospect, but I think he could do what Jalen Waddle did this year. Mechie's my, solid, Dolphins, man.
1: Right? Mechie's solid, bro. I, I was gonna say more of like um I, I think like not in that not comparing the play styles I'm just talking about like usage and utilization like Tyler Boyd like I think he can be that kind of guy like a 900 eight I don't think he's I don't think he's a perennial I mean you say oh but that's what you're drafting him to be you're not fucking drafting him to go get you 1500 yards I think you're drafting him he's gonna be like an 850 maybe a thousand nine you know a thousand ninety like kind of guy good year you know, eleven hundred maybe, but I think he's more of an eight hundred the nine fifty kind of receiver, wide receiver three in fantasy, man. So, I, and that's what Tyler Boyd is, and I think Boyd got you a thousand a season here or there. So, I'm not saying their play styles are the same, but when you're talking about the production, I think he can give you Tyler Boyd level production. You're expecting more than that?
0: No, no, no. I, I just don't. I think with his speed, he may do a little bit more. But I'm not comparing. You know, I'm, not, compar- wise, I'm sure. not
1: comparing the the. Pro- how many times do I have to say I'm not comparing the prospects? I'm just saying production-wise what he can give you. I think it's like Tyler Boyd area like level of thing, not as a prospect, all right? So the top, my favorite two picks of this mock, I absolutely love the Green Bay Packers here at 59 taking George Pickens. I, I would, at this point, this draft capital, second-round pick on this team— from this talented wide receiver, I, I'm I'm legitimately saying he, he would probably be like 111-112 in rookie drafts. I still, like I said, do not believe Aaron Rodgers is leaving Green Bay. So you got Devontae Adams on one side, George Pickens on the other. Very good chance they lose Alan Lazard in free agency. MVS stretching the field is that, that stretch three. George Pickens with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams is, I, I mean... How good of a landing spot in the draft capital in the prospect would this? Where I mean, how high does Pickens go for you, man?
0: He would be very high, and I and I was. But the first question that popped into my mind was, would you take him over Jamison Williams? Because I think there's a legitimate question to be had: is that do you really want a potential wide receiver three in the Chiefs playing with Patrick Mahomes, or would you rather go after the wide receiver two for Aaron Rodgers? And while the wide receiver two for Aaron Rodgers hasn't been fruitful yet, it's because they haven't had someone good enough who can command the target share the way that George Pickens can and the talent that he has. So I think it's a great fit. And I think that, you know, to your point, he could be a 110, one, maybe even 109, depending on how much you like him, and could legitimately be a top six, top seven player in one QB leagues. Like, I I think there's a legitimate shot for that.
1: Jay, I love it, man. And for me, Pickens and Jaymo are in the same tier. Right now, I'm just confident that J-Mo's going to get that first-round draft capital. But Pickens has a big opportunity at the combine. If he rolls out there, medicals clear out, measures in at yeah. the 6'3", 195, 200 range, runs fast, looks good in those drills, Green Bay ain't getting him at 59. Like, he's not yeah. falling that low. Like, it ain't, it ain't happening, right? But based on this mock, if they take him with this draft capital, second-round draft capital— in this level of a prospect, and I keep saying, let's not forget, GP was what wide receiver two for me coming into the year. I believe I had him as my second ranked wide receiver in the 2022 class. So the only thing that dropped him was the fact that he tore his ACL, but he's recovered. He's yeah. healthy. Uh, yeah, he's a first rounder. I mean, I would I would be fine taking him at one nine, one ten. And to answer your question, I probably would take him over uh, Jamison Williams. They're in the same tier. He's got the draft capital. The profile is there. I I, I love and I just the icing, the cherry on top of the cake is the landing spot. That doesn't factor into it, but that's the that's the tip. Like that, that's it right there. I'm I'm loving it. All right. I think we both like this pick, right? I think we both like this pick. Uh, I, I like it because it's, I think it's, it's, it's the quarterback. That's that's the problem. I get it, but, but it's
0: but I, as I'm with long you. as it's, as it's long as be,
1: as long as Bruce Arians is there. He like he is a Bruce Arians running back. RB1 off the board, bam, Isaiah Spiller to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And yes, we know, no Tom Brady. The quarterback situation is a mess. They probably need to figure that out. But this is the type of running back that Bruce Arians has had success with. The bigger running backs that, that can catch the ball and be deployed as pass-catching weapons. Isaiah Spiller, you put him in Tampa Bay. They still have a good offensive line, and I don't care, man. I want the draft capital. He's coming off the board in the second round as the first running back taken with Bruce Arians. How much they utilize the uh, the running back? Byron Leftwich is still there, right? Don't they still have Byron Leftwich? We saw Leonard Fournette going out there catching five, six, seven passes a game. Wheels up, Isaiah Spiller. If he lands in Tampa Bay, I, I don't care about anything else. The, the draft capital, he's there with a the coach that knows how to utilize him. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Isaiah Spiller to Tampa Bay. Running back one for us by a thin, 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 thin razor thin margin. But I'm freaking loving this, this fit, man.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. And I, and I think to your point, they do have a great offensive line. And uh, more importantly, that Bruce Arians running back is a very fruitful spot for fantasy. We've seen the way he likes to use them. And no running backs, I believe, other than uh, Ronald Jones on that roster for next season. So a potential opening at running back. If they do choose to draft one, I like this spot. I think it's a great fit. And we know they like to run the ball. I'm curious, you know, the quarterback situation scares me. But if they can retool that defense a little bit, get a running game, and start building back up that offense, they could be a good team again.
1: And here's the thing. Let's just say they don't get a quarterback and they roll out Kyle Trask. It's just going to be a heavy dose. It's going to be the Najee Harris effect, right? Volume yeah. is king. It's just going to be Najee Harris all over again. Just get, just feed Isaiah Spiller, dump it to him, run it, run it, run it, dump it to him. I, I'm in. I'm in. And the final pick uh, in this mock uh, second round from Jordan Reed. The Denver Broncos, they go quarterback. And if you're asking me, would I rather Desmond Ritter at 47 or Carson Strong at 64? Give me Carson Strong to Denver at 64. Eerie shades of Paxton Lynch there. Big white yeah, quarterback with he, a big he, he arm. Just <laughs> just real eerie. But he's such a John Elway kind of quarterback, right? He's a John Yo. Elway guy. I don't hate it. Second round. I, I don't, hate, I, it. I I don't the, hate it. I love I don't the hate it. I love the
0: draft pick. But it's funny you mentioned that. It's it's the this is the Denver Broncos quarterback that it they is. want. They want a big quarterback who can stand in there and deliver the ball in the pocket. And that's what Carson Strong is. He's got the big arm, he's got the talent, he's got the IQ. Um, we'll see how it works out. You know, he he's has a, guy, he's all a good the kid tools too, at man. disposal,
1: right? He's a good kid, man. Yeah. He's a, he's a good dude too, man. Just talking to him. He seems like he's got his head on straight, man.
0: Yeah. He'd have all the tools at his disposal, the whole cupboard full of talent, but he needs to be the guy that takes them to the next level. And I hope that he can do that. It's a great fit for any quarterback, but it's, it's big shoes to fill knowing that they wanted
1: Aaron Rodgers. So what were your favorite real quick favorite picks for me, man? Uh, I love GP uh, to to Green Bay. Uh, I, I love that one in the second round. Uh, Malik Willis to Carolina, I thought was a home run pick. Kenny Pickett to the Commanders. How to Pittsburgh would be... I, I really, really like that. David Bell to Chicago. Uh, what about you? Who were some of your favorite picks?
0: I think for me, Wilson to the Jets is a great fit. Um, I also love Corral, the New Orleans. And then yeah. Drake London to the Raiders, I think yeah. is another one that's good. It's one that... There's gonna be a lot of targets there and he can really thrive in that offense. Three, those are three selections I think really fit the team and can take the team to new levels. We've seen what some of these pass catchers can do to elevate rosters. And I think that those two receivers, more importantly than some of the other guys in this draft class, not really talking about Traylon Burks because he is that tier one guy, but those two receivers can really elevate an offense. And then obviously Matt Corral can take this pedestrian Saints team and turn them back into a double-digit division contender again. And I think those three picks are probably my three favorites.
1: So the notable omissions that are really, I guess, conversation-worthy that weren't included in these top two Browns, Kenneth Walker running back out of Michigan State, Brees Hall running back out of Iowa State. Uh, All the quarterbacks are gone. No Wondell Robinson, um, no Kyron, no Algier. No Justin Ross. I know you kind of like him. That's one of your guys. Uh, no, no Christian Watson. No Christian no Watson. No Christian Watson. No Christian Watson inside the top 64. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, and even uh, I know Cody, he released a mock under Roto Underworld the other day. And, uh, you know, based on landing spot and fit, and he and Brees Hall is his RB1. Brees Hall was the fourth running back off the board. I, I, I don't think, I don't know who's going to be RB1. I think it could be Kenneth Walker, it could be Isaiah Spiller, it could be Brees Hall. I think they're all second, third round picks. I think what would happen is in the third round, you'd see Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall, Tyler Algier, Brian Robinson, Kyron Williams, all those guys come off the board in the third round. All the quarterbacks are gone. There's no more quarterbacks that matter. Bailey Zappi, Brock Purdy, a bunch of garbage. Trash can, walking trash can, a trash can with legs and arms. Those are what those quarterbacks are. Uh, But that's the second round. That's the two-round fantasy relevant players. Once again, shout-out to Jordan Reed from ESPN. Appreciate you uh, putting out this dope content for us to go through. And tomorrow, Jay, on the docket, we've got a Traylon Burks prospect profile featuring – the wide receiver one, the consensus 101 in all formats right now. And I know some people just hate hearing that because that is not the value play at the wide receiver position. But we got a prospect profile on Traylon Burks on Tuesday, tomorrow, Q&A on Wednesday, and then Thursday. Are we going to do a live mock draft with the uh, YouTube viewers? Are we going to do that?
0: Yes, sir. We're going to be doing a live one quarterback mock draft. So we will let you know when we Mm -hmm. post – The mock draft. Make sure you are here, obviously, so it will be right before the show starts, but we'll be live. I probably won't be in it, but I'll be commissioning it. And then Ray will be making fun of all of you for your picks. So make sure you make some good picks or you will get roasted live Yeah, and in it's going to be quick.
1: We're going to do it like 30 seconds a pick. We're going to just do two rounds, and we'll start it a couple of minutes before the show goes live, and then y'all will be making picks while we're on air. We'll talk about it, so make sure you have Sleeper downloaded, all that other good stuff. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thumbs up, like the content. Uh, newsletter, free. Sign up for the newsletter. It's free 99. We tell you everything that you missed throughout the week. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter, and be on the lookout because this If you're listening to this via audio, it comes out under, like, the Destination Devi podcast radio network. But we're actually going to separate this show. So you're going to have to subscribe to this show, the Wake Up Ray G Show. We'll let y'all know. We'll put the links in all the descriptions. We appreciate y'all tapping in. Make today great. Have a fantastic freaking Monday. Get you some good loving tonight on Valentine's night. Make it nasty. Make it hot. Make it sweaty. Have fun. But make sure... After all of that, you wake your ass up with Ray G tomorrow. We out of this thing, baby. Peace.